Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be doing this with you, especially now that I already met you on the Empress Festival and everything. I feel so excited to, and honored to be doing this for you. I know. It just feels so good to be connecting with you like this. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Well, I've already pulled your chart. So um, let me just give you a little background about how it works and then we'll get started. Okay. Okay, cool. So um, we are recording this. So feel free to just kind of kick back and listen and ask questions if you need to. Um, if you want to take notes, that's up to you. I will be sending you the replay so you can have that for your library. And um, also what I do is there's a lot of things to cover. So I will like go through each of the aspects. And then after I'm done reading that aspect, I'll pause in case you want to like chime in or have an aha moment or you want to ask a question or something like that so that you can kind of make sure that you're getting everything that you need from the reading. And then secondly, is there something specific that you want me to focus on? Um, so in terms of my business, I'm really struggling to get it off the ground. So I, I think it's, it's either maybe my sales copy or I haven't, um, I don't know what my, maybe it's my niche. Like, Okay, we will cover all of that for sure. Awesome. I will make sure to point all of that out. Do you have any questions for me before we start? No. Okay, well, I will say just at quick glance, when I first pulled up your chart, you have a lot of Virgo and a lot of Leo. So I don't know if you normally read both of those horoscopes or those readings, but I would recommend that I've never seen so much of just those two planets. Um, so you're a Leo, Leo Virgo. Wow. And it's interesting. I mean, you have your sun in Leo, your moon in Virgo, and then your rising is Leo, but then you have your Mercury in Leo, Venus in Leo, Mars in Virgo. I mean, it's so much Leo and Virgo. So, and it's an interesting combination. It's actually a real, to me, it's a really cool combination because Virgo is going to get shit done and Leo is going to have fun doing it. You know, so there's this really nice um, synergy of partnership that's going on with just those. And you have it in the first house. So you have one, two, three, four. You have four planets, including the moon, in the first house. So I'm just going to go ahead and start with that because it's like your, your sun is in the 12th house, which is really interesting with Saturn right there. So I'll talk about that in a little bit. But your first house is all about your identity. So this is the natural rule of um, it's Aries house. So if you think about Aries, like they're the innovator, they're passionate, um, they're dedicated, and they never give up. Like there's like all of it. And then it's also about like physical appearance, self-image, self-love, self-esteem, self-worth. So there's a lot of um, planets there. So that tells me that karmically, you really did come to this lifetime looking to work through how you feel about yourself, um, what new inventions that you will bring to this planet and then leave with so there can be even something to do with your legacy. Um, the moon, and then that's Mars, Mercury, and Venus, all in the first house. So I'm just going to start with the moon, and then we'll go into the sun, and then I'll get into these other planets. Okay. Sound good? Okay, so let's start with the moon, because that's in the first house. Um, the moon is in Virgo in the first house. So I don't know. The thing about Virgo is they don't like risk. They are the ones that are going to work the hardest and they're going to be very structured and they're going to be very organized. They're going to be almost perfectionistic. However, because you have that in the first house, I don't know if you've in the past, like nitpicked yourself, picked yourself apart. If it's yeah. your self worth, is this resonating at all? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It's a very, I mean, Virgo is, you know, I have a lot of Virgo in my chart too. So I empathize. I was married to a Virgo. They are very hard on themselves, but they're also very hard on others, but they are also perfectionists, not only with others, but with themselves. So they have a tendency to like overanalyze everything and like, you know, and, and question, you know, am I good enough? Like, am I, do I have what it takes? Because the natural state of Virgo is not to be a risk taker. So there's already something about them that's a little timid or a little bit apprehensive. Um, they will take their time. 
Um, but they're also there. I like to think of them as the executive producer of the Zodiac, meaning they are really good behind the scenes. They can manage a big group of people. But in this case, you have it in the first house. So it's all about you. So this moon, the way that it's activated um, is really going to go back to you feeling useful. That somebody is like, like that needs you. Like there is this like strong desire to be needed, to be, to, to feel, to be of service, acts of service. Like that is where, that's how Virgo fuels um, their self-worth. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. So do you find in your life, just doesn't have to just be in career, but that, you know, I don't know if you're a mom or just having people kind of rely on you. There's like a sense of duty. There's a sense of purpose there. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm a mom and, um, and also to the whole hard on myself, like I am hard on myself and, um, and hard on others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is one of the life lessons. Um, and you've got, you got Mars sitting right next to the moon and Mars is another planet that can be aggressive is for lack of a better word. I don't love that word, but they can be it's a movement um, planet, meaning like it wants to get it done right now. So you have the, the moon and Mars sitting right next to each other in the sign of Virgo in the first house. So there is this, um, I'm almost seeing a potential niche here of like helping other people um, like get out of their own way, um, get out of their, um, how do I say that? Like, like feeling good in their own skin, because I don't know if there's been a life lesson there of you just tr every day of your life since you've been born of getting comfortable in your own skin. And the thing about Virgo is that they are overachievers. So they're going to have all the, the background, the credentials, they're going to have the smarts, the street smarts, the book smarts. I mean, they're so intelligent and they lead with that. So, and Mars just kind of aspirates it. Mars just sits there and goes, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And you have to be very careful of burnout because Virgo will seriously work themselves to death. Okay. So the way that you're motivated, because the moon represents what motivates you. And it goes back to your intellect because Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is the planet of communication, of intellect. Um, it's actually how you manifest. I did a whole talk on this in my class yesterday on manifesting that Mercury is literally like the magician. So if you can get your mind thinking about and believing and creating that sacred scene in your mind, you can have whatever you want, but because you've got it in this first house, it's like until you look in the mirror and see the woman of your dreams, like you're going to always be stuck in this like vicious cycle of this Mars energy of overthinking everything. You're going to fill your time with do, 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 do instead of be, 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 be. Yeah. Yeah. So the other planets here, um, I'm going to talk about those in a little bit because they're actually in Leo, but they're still in the first house. So I'll talk about those in a second. I want to actually go back to the sun because this sun is in Leo and this is how you see yourself, but it's in the 12th house right there, very close to the ascendant line. And you've got Saturn right next to it. So, um, and Saturn is also in Leo. So the 12th house is your karmic cycle. Like this is like the lessons that you came to learn, but it's also your kismet client. So it's interesting. You have your son there because that's how you see yourself. So right now your kismet clients, the, they are the, um, they are the Leo archetype. So that means whatever characteristic kind of falls under the umbrella of Leo, those are the characteristics of the person you're born to serve. Mm. So you're here to serve the leaders, the light workers, the charismatic ones, the ones that enjoy the spotlight, um, the ones that are highly creative, they're organized. Um, they bring youthful joy um, to every situation, but on their shadow side, 
you know, just like the lion, right, that has a lot of courage. On the flip side, they can also wear a lot of masks to hide when they are feeling without courage, right, when they are feeling um, inadequate. So they do wear a mask, right, that it's kind of like if you think about like a stand up comic, like they're out there like making people laugh. But like what's underneath where all those jokes came from? That's that's the that's the problem that they're they're suffering from, and that it's like until they take off the veil and then start to heal some of. And I'm gonna say it's probably gonna have a lot to do with this first house, self image, how they see themselves. They're going to um, they're not going to get everything they want in life. So we'll talk about like products you might sell, um, obviously sales copy, your niche, all that stuff. But I'm just kind of getting to the root of like who Leo is. Leo is the charismatic leader, self-starter, successful. Your person is successful. Whether that's monetary, or that's just they. A lot of people know their name. Um, they're well liked in their community. There's there's already a lot of energy because they need right. They crave the energy of other people liking them. But where, you know, but where does that go? Where, how far could that, if you're dependent on your self-worth or your self-image or on other people liking you or other people adoring you or making other people laugh or whatever, because they can turn it on and at any time, but there is a shadow and it's a pretty deep one. And if, they, if that Leo archetype can heal it, they could truly change the world because they're so they're so charismatic. They're so liked by their community, but they also want to be liked. Um, like they like to give other people praise. They love to give other people the spotlight, but there's like a secret underlying tone is that they want it in return as well. But again, it's fueling the ego because Leo rules the ego. It also rules the heart, right? It, it rules the part of us. Um, that could be very um, vulnerable, right? The child, if you think about the sun card in the tarot deck, you know, that's Leo's energy. Like this is just like this ch inner child that wants to be heard, that wants to be adored, that wants to be feel safe and secure. And throughout their life, they have, um, they've un they, they're so smart that they've started to figure out, oh, if I act this way, I get this kind of attention. If I act that way, I don't get as much attention. So I'm not going to do that. So it's very like contrived versus coming from a place of authenticity of being, um, it doesn't matter if you like me, I like me. And that's the problem that they struggle with. Okay. So keeping that in mind, um, that's going to be your kismic line. That's the underlying like, and the thing is, that's your sun sign also. So it's in the 12th house, which is your kismic line, but it's also your sun sign. So it's actually how you see yourself. Like you are able to make people smile, light, light up a room. Like people love to listen to you. They love to, they love your energy because they want that energy as well. So the more that you peel back your own self image, going back to that first house, and you share your vulnerability, your, the part of you that is the child that needs the hug, the more that you give yourself permission to show that to the world, your kismet client is gonna go, what? And that's going to be a mirror to the parts of them that they're hiding as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Leo's, uh, honestly, I gotta say, it's a tricky kismet client because they're tricky, you know, like they're so smart and they're so well liked and they're successful and they're creative and people like to be around them. That's like a, that's quite a combo. But does that mean that they don't have problems that they're, that they try, they're trying to cope with on their own because they're always wearing this like showmanship, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So your rising, it's like, this is crazy how much Leo, okay. Your rising is also Leo. So the rising sign represents how other people see you. It also represents the problem that you're here to solve. So I'm almost going to have to like regurgitate what I just said because it's Leo again. So Leo is he here to work through their shadows 
and heal the inner child. And I honestly feel because you have so many planets in the first house, it does have to do with their appearance. Um, it could be not just their physical appearance, although it, it most definitely could be that. Also, status, their need for status, you know, um, their need to be recognized in the community, uh, their need to be um, different, but not so different, you know, um, more, I think that difference not the right word, special. They want to feel special. So here you are being a mirror to them, right? You are showing up as Leo, right? You are the sun, you are the rising sign. Um, and you're able to show them what a, a balanced, um, truly evolved lioness, what that looks like. So think about a lioness, like she owns her throne, right? That's Leo the lion, like they own their throne. They're strong, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally. This is the evolved Leo. So you're actually working, um, like your kismet client, these are the leaders. These are the people out there, you know, making people smile. But who's going to make them smile? Who's going to be the person that they can lead on? That's who you are to them. Wow. Okay. So the problem you're here to solve, I think it has a lot to do with self-image. It has a lot to do with confidence, confidence, courage, but not courage. Like they can own the spotlight, but they're still wearing a veil. So it's really the courage of being transparent. It's the courage of being vulnerable. It's the courage to show authentic emotion to wear their heart on their sleeve. Leo would never wear their heart on the sleeve ever, ever, ever. So it's a, it's gonna have to get to a point. And I always say for kismet clients, you want to go after the person who, who, who has this problem and they can't live another day with it. So there has to be a scenario in this lioness's life that it's affecting it so much that they actually have to look inside. So this is going to be where Leo um, archetype has a dark night of the soul, soul. Okay. So whatever that scenario is, and you might want to even list out what the scenarios could be like death of a loved one, uh, potentially getting divorced, you know, those big life, you know, maybe addiction. There's these life um, situations that happen that shake Leo because you know, when these big things happen, they can't really, they can put on the fake mask, but it's so, the pain is so deep that they kind of like are just searching. They're like grasping at straws because they can't be their normal masked self anymore. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So it, it, to me, it's like, like, like you just want to give Leo a hug because like all they want to do is just like smile and be the light. But unfortunately, the realities of being a human being in a physical reality is there's problems. And as those problems arise, we look towards others. We, like, we read books, we watch movies, we, we do all these things to try to make ourselves feel better. But what happens when none of those things work? That's where your story is going to become very powerful because Leo also represents self-expression. Um, it represents individuality. So the more permission you give to yourself to show up and share your story, good, bad, ugly, funny, hilarious, whatever, you're going to capture them. So the, thing, the way to like capture a kismet client is that you show up every day knowing the problem that you solve. Until the one day that they just happen to be having that crappy day and it's their emotions are on fire and they're just not sure like where to go to next. And then they see your post, even though you've been posting for days and days and weeks and weeks, it's going to, you're going to have to be consistent enough to get them because they're going to have the days where they're wearing the masks, happy, happy, go lucky, happy, happy, go lucky. And then, then the day is going to show up and be like, I'm overeating, I'm overexercising, I'm overworking, I'm doing all these things because I'm not happy. And then they see your post. So there's going to have to be a diligent um, consistency in your marketing. Yeah. 
otherwise they're just not going to see it. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. Yes. So that's what I mean. It's kind of, it's kind of a tricky Kismet client. So let's get further into how we can capture them. Um, I'm going to go into, let's talk about, oh God, more Leo, Mercury. Leo. Okay. So like your communication style, which is in, also in the first house. Okay. So you communicate, your communication style is upbeat. Um, it's direct. Um, there's usually a youthfulness to it. Um, there's a playfulness to it. I would say, turn that up a notch, like make it playful. And it's almost like I'm thinking in my mind or I'm getting the download of like, let's say you have like a free offer on your website where you're like building your mailing list. Like that should be like the fun thing. And then, right, but fire sign, they want to have fun, right? It's fire is like unruly, you know, it's not like an earth sign. It's not like a water sign, you know, where they're just like, you know, either following their emotions or just sitting at home watching, you know, on their couch, on their phone. No, Leo's out and doing stuff. So if they're going to opt into something, it's probably going to be something that seems fun, right? And then after they opt in, there's going to be some kind of like nurture campaign, meaning this is where you're going to go and you're going to share your story and you're going to share some transparent stories, things that tug at the heartstrings, things that are a mirror to what they're going through, right? Even if they haven't gone, they're not going through the same exact thing. You're actually, um, they're reading it. They're having an experience with you. And it also could be videos. It could be audios. However, you know, you feel um, is the best medium for you. Um, but in that nurture campaign, you're going to take fun, playful, you just opted in for something awesome to like, okay, now that I've got your attention kind of at like, I'm going to set the stage. I'm going to set the stage with these, the series of emails that basically is going to take them through an adventure of you sharing how you've uncovered your shadows, how you've, um, how you've worked through your own karma, how you've worked through your own life lessons. You know, I know you had such a powerful story in the Empress Festival. Imagine chunking that into like five to seven emails and, and telling that story in those e emails about your story and the lessons that you learned in each one. Because now it's, it's, like a, it's like a choose your own adventure. It's like now you're telling your story, but you've chunked it down into morals that they're going to capture. But you have to remember when you, when you, when you put together this nurture, nurture campaign, you want to go and write down like, well, what are the problems that, that Leo has? Well, number one is they wear a mask. So then part of your story be the time that I wore a mask. Okay. Then the next email is going to be like, um, you know, how I love to make people smile. And then you go into that, right? So you're going to pick the, whatever characteristics of Leo, because your Kismet client is Leo, you're a Leo, and you're going to tell the story after they opt in for something that seems fun, that seems like, oh, that sounds right up my alley. And then you're going to hook them with your story. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So now we're starting to like, we're starting to see this business, right? This life path come to play. Um, and it doesn't have to be like super serious. Again, like Leo wants to have fun, even if it means they have to like look at themselves dead in the eye. Um, we can be playful. Like one email could be serious and the next one could be kind of funny and like a silly thing that happened, but it woke you up in this way. You know what I'm saying? So kind of like play, play the ride with them, take them on that adventure so that they're like, wow, this woman, you know, is, she's a lot like me. She's a lot like me and, and it's a little uncanny and it's only because you know who your kismet client is because you are them just a few years ago. Okay. Any questions so far? No. Is it making, is it resonating? Do you feel? Oh my God, so much of it is resonating. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's, yeah, really on target. Yeah, I, I just feel, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the last time I did a reading where Leo was the kismet client. It, you know, you might, might want to lead with like, um, like the fun part, which is like being fully self-expressed or, um, you know, um, humor. Um, you might do something around childhood, but like, what was your most 
you know, like, what did you want to be when you grown, grew up? How does that, you know, how has that shaped who you are today? Like, just something that's going to um, captivate them, but also be entertaining at the same place. They, they really want to be entertained. They want to be stimulated, and they're really, really intelligent. Like, honestly, I think Leo is one of the most intelligent, um, intuitive even, that's a fire sign, right? Different than like book smart or, you know, street smart Virgo. This is an intuitive heart um, activated uh, archetype. So, okay, anyway, let's get into um, like how we're going to serve this person. Um, give me a little bit of background around just your area of expertise or modalities. I know you said you do NLP. Um, just give me a reminder about like wh what you currently do. So my modalities is NLP and hypnosis, and I've combined it with women's circle. The reason being is I found NLP to be very masculine, mm -hmm. and women's circle has got um, this feminine sort of softness to it, and it's still a healing, um, and it's just a bit more gentle. So I like combining both areas that masculine and feminine energy um, and the hypnosis. So NLP really sort of rips out the root, the root cause and the hypnosis I find is a really also it's a beautiful healing to help, um, to help people after they've, you know, ripped out the root, the root cause oh. why they've, you know, got the lack of self-confidence Um limiting beliefs, limiting emotions, you know, holding them back. Perfect. Which, yeah, which I find is, um, and the reason why I really love all of that is because I read the book, The Secret, but what it really sort of left out was, you know, you can put up the vision boards and you can do, but if you've got that little voice in your head that says, no, you'll never be able to achieve that, it's just not going to happen because, you know, you're telling the universe, yes, I want to make like a million dollars or whatever. But then in, you've got that voice in your head that says that will never happen for you. Like you're not smart enough. Who's going to buy off you? It's just, it just cancels the order, so to speak. <laughs> okay. So if the problem that you're solving is confidence, like what, do you feel is like the reason that they want to work on that now? What area of their life is being affected that this lack of self-confidence is, is causing, you know, problems? Well, I think it, it, it stops them from showing up. It um, stops them from uh, making a move in their career. It stops them from, jumping into their dream, like it shuts the dream down of, you know, working for themselves or um, going for all that promotion because the lack of self-confidence, it holds them back and it also holds them back from getting paid what they're worth. Like even if they're in a career, you know, they let their boss say to them, you know, um, you're only a begin or you're only a junior or you you're not great so that's why we're not going to you know give you the financial reward that you deserve who naturally gravitates to you that's a good question <laughs> like who just naturally likes you like even though you're not even trying they're just like they keep coming to you and they just they pick your brain and they follow you and like like even Friend groups, like who are, what are they, what is the um, red thread that connects them all? What is the similarity? Um, a lot of them have been in network marketing businesses. Like they've been selling Thrive or doTERRA oils. Um, I've been getting like, yeah, yeah, a lot of network marketing women seem to be asking me a lot of questions. Network marketing. Okay. So, so there's definitely like, um, like to me, what that says about your, your Leo archetype is they are a self-starter. Mm -hmm. So do you find that the questions that people are asking you is about money or is it about something else? 
Um, it's been about how I, um, well, why I got into self-development or how, and how it's helped me and exactly what it is. Like there's, so there's an interest in learning about self-development. They just don't know exactly what it is and how it can help them. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's like they're toe dipping. Like they, they, they have this network marketing company. Um, they, you know, it's like that's filling them up in some way. It's giving them motivation. I mean, honestly, that's a great career for a Leo archetype anyway, because there's community, it's fun. You know, there's a lot of like, um, it's never the same thing every day. Like that's perfect for them. But I'm just trying to figure out why, do, why are they interested in self-development now? What's going on in their life or in their career that self-development is now going, huh, that sounds kind of cool. Like, I want to know more about that. Why do you think that is? Um, a lot of them are mums and they're trying to find a way to be financially free and working at home, like without having to put their kids in daycare without having to sacrifice time with their kids. Are they single moms or are they married? Um, there's about 50-50. Some are married and some are single or recently becoming single. Okay. See, not that we have to get so specific like this, but there's like a, there's an underlying red thread that connects all of these people. Like, it's not just like if they're married or how much money they make or where they live or geography or anything like that. But the fact is, is that there is something, um, uh, evolving in them where it's like, I want to be, um, I want to feel secure, whether that's financially secure or if it's emotionally secure mentally secure they want to feel secure they want to feel safe that that if i pull out one thread the whole blanket doesn't fall apart okay and self-development you know when you work on yourself like because you know we're all holographic we're holistic we you know, we change one area of our life and we magically change the other one. So it doesn't matter if they're coming to you, you know, for business related stuff, mm. there's always going to, it's always going to affect the personal life and the family life and the social life because you can't, what is it called? Um, spot train. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't just like, I just want to fix my business. Well, if you fix your business and you're going to fix your relationship or you're going to change your relationship. Because that's just how it works. So it's like this, this um, education around um, how, how to navigate. And I would even like maybe call these like pillars or something like navigate the, the pillars of life, right? Health, wealth, relationships or whatever. And how they um, all play together um, to manifest everything that you want. And I, you know, on, I, I use the word manifest because Leo rules the heart and the heart when it's open, when it's free, when it's like oozing with goodness, that is the, it attracts and manifests things a hundred times faster than, it, than if they just try to think their way out of it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, you know, with the NLP and the hypnosis and the women's circle, if there's healing around um, the limiting beliefs, the mask, really, it's really the mask, the mask yeah. that they wear, because they think that if they keep wearing it, like it'll somehow trans, like it'll somehow work, but they can only get so far wearing the mask. It's like, you can't actually become financially free wearing the mask. You can't actually have the most fulfilling, rewarding relationship with the mask. You can't have great health. And I'm assuming the network marketing, that's probably health related. Yeah. So they either want to make their family healthy or they got into it because they want to get healthy, but mm. see how they, you know, those pillars, health, wealth, relationships, like those are like, they all magically work together and them choosing network marketing was a way for them to begin the journey, which probably started with health 
And then eventually it was like, I can make money at this. And then, you know, I'll be, I will be able to contribute my part to my marriage or whatever. Um, but along the way, when we, you know, make these changes and I'll talk about, um, Saturn here in a second, we're going to run into a roadblock where it's like, I'm scared, right? This is Leo. I'm scared if I change that part of me, something is going to come unraveled in another area. So that fear keeps the mask on. They don't want anything else to unravel, but they, but they keep saying, that they want to be financially free or they want to be healthy or they want to have a successful relationship or they want but the unraveling of the blanket if I make this change is scary for them and that's where that um, mask is going to be hard to get off of them unless they you you tell your story of how you let things unravel and look at what happened and look at where my life is now and look how much more rewarding and fulfilled I am. So it's going to be baby steps with them, but it's, your story is really where the impact is going to be coming from. Okay. Okay. So let's, I'm going to talk about the true node, which is super interesting to me because finally it's not in Leo. <laughs> it is in Scorpio. Okay. So your North node, that's your challenge that leads you to your destiny. The South node is the thing that you're naturally gifted at. Okay. So this, the South node is in Taurus and the North node is in Scorpio. So let's talk about the South node first as Taurus. So you are naturally, um, there's a sensuality about you. Um, it's gracious, but ferocious, but it's a nice balance. Like people come to you naturally to lean on you. Like imagine a bowl like nobody's going to push around a bull. Nobody, nobody's going to be able to do anything. You can't even make a bull move unless it decides it wants to move. So you become people, you're naturally people's rock, your source of, of comfort, um, of grace. Uh, you know, this is Venusian energy. Taurus is ruled by Venus. So there's a loving nature, but it's like a, it's, it's, masculine and feminine at the same time because venus has the femininity and taurus you know at the bull there's a masculinity so there's a inner strength that people come to you naturally um that they want to lean on you so this person you know is coming to you to lean on you right they might even share like their deep dark secrets that they don't even share with anybody it doesn't mean that they're gonna like they might take the mask off for you but they might not be able to take it off in real life. So that would be like the gift that you have of just being, um, holding space, which I love because that goes perfect with the women's circle that you're doing, which is that feminine healing aspect, which I think has a lot to do with the Taurus energy of holding space, being a rock for other people to lean on. But the interesting little spin here is the North node is in Scorpio and that's where all your mystical powers come. That's where all of the deep diving is. I'm, I don't know what you guys do at the women's circle, but that to me would be shadow work. Okay. Shadow like, it's almost, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if your women's retreats or, or uh, circles are online. I'm, I would even want to get them out of their environment in person, even because I don't know how much of an impact it's going to make. Um, and it's not that you couldn't do it virtual or whatever, but I just feel like Leo's going to need to get out of their comfort zone. And if they're still sitting in the same space with the same vibration around them day in and day out, even though they're soaking up what you're sharing, there needs to be a, a resurrection. There needs to be a rebirth. Um, it's almost like they need to become like a new woman. And the shadows um, that they don't allow themselves to even look at, by the way, they will not look at their shadows at all. Very stubborn in that way. Um, the lion also not courageous enough to look at them and own them. The women's circle, when they start to see, like when you share your story and then you go around the circle and somebody shares, it's almost like, I mean, I've never been to AA, but I would assume everyone's going around the circle, like sharing their shit. Yeah. 
right? It's a safe place for that. So imagine how comforting it would be for Leo to be in that kind of setting where they never share, but because everybody else is sharing, somehow now they have permission to do it too. Yeah. So I am really loving the women's circle being a, a, a paid, right? And you could have levels. Maybe there's like one free a month, but then the, the ones that you get real integrated, those could be paid. Those could be uh, retreats. They could be, um, I don't know, be something that that would be almost like the membership or the subscription or um, it could be a six-month program. It's something where it's like, if you really want to, you know, balance these pillars of your life, Leo archetype, you're going to have to do the shadow work. And the, what we do in these women's circles is we, um, you know, it's a safe place to share. It's also a place to heal shadows. It's a, you know, we, we do the modalities I use, our NLP, hypnosis. Um, it's really about getting to the root cause. There, are, there is tears. There is, you know, you know, activities that also make it fun. You know, you're going to have to use the language that appeals to Leo to sell it. But I do feel very strongly that that circle, if you can share your story in your sales copy um, and highlight the things that you think that are really going to resonate, that's what's going to get them to buy it. Okay. And it's got to be kind of fun. That's why I'm just like, I keep like seeing like in-person events or something where it's like shadow work and then something fun. You know what I mean? Like it still has to feel like an adventure. It still has to feel like Leo. It still has to feel like, yeah, I want to go to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Scorpio, we I want to talk a little bit more about that because Scorpio, okay, for whatever reason, I know you do hypnosis and NLP. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, and I do think that both of them have Scorpio-esque to them, but there's something else. Um, there's something more mystical. There's something more, I don't know, maybe even occult, um, occult sciences kind of thing. Um, hermetic principles. Um this Persephone energy of like, you know, uh, diving deeper into like the nook and crannies of them. I don't know. Is there any other experience or life, uh, you know, jobs that you've held in the past that is there another thing we can bring into your products and services that have more of that Scorpio essence? Because this is your challenge. It's like there's some, there's a hole that's missing in this signature system and it's Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, I don't think I have another, um, another thing to it. I mean, what are, what are some Scorpio traits? Like Scorpio has a lot to do with like behavior. Um, even asking like really hard questions, um, it can be something as basic as that. Um, I, I think anything that falls under the line of like mysticism, um, crystals, essential oils, anything that's going to um, activate the third eye, um, is, okay, sexual, sex, um, I don't know if you've ever thought about that, healing the womb, um, and again, this could be uh, you bringing in guest speakers, but there's like, um, you know, Scorpio rules the organ, so it doesn't have to be like literal, um, but there is, um, we, we store trauma as women in our womb. So when I see the North Node in Scorpio and I see women's circles and I see Leo here and like, I'm just, I've been taking notes, so I'm just kind of like glancing down at what, everything that's happening here. Um, and it sounds like you work with women and it has to do with worth and it has to do with their self image. So what's going to be the fastest way or not even fastest way. What's going to be, um, the root solution. That sounds like NLP is one way, but that's also masculine and hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, that's, there is healing there, but I feel like there's something that happens after hypnosis. And I think it has a Scorpio essence to it. Okay. I like crystals and I like essential oils. There too, that like, I'm actually, I actually use a lot of doTERRA. Mm -hmm. I love so, yeah. I wonder if I could use some of that doTERRA and crystals into it. Yeah. So I'm wondering, I mean, this is just one little, little idea here, but, but like, let's say at this, you know, these women's circles, one of the activities, which would be fun, which would also Leo would love, maybe they create their own elixir with crystals and essential oils that helps to, you know, activate their sexual energy or their femininity, whatever, you know, their third eye, things like that, that are like awakening parts of them that have been dormant. Yeah. I mean, that's just one idea, but just something that, um, something that's uh, like new to them. Cause I feel like Leo, they're not going to know a lot about the stuff that you know about. Yeah. You know, like they're just not like, that's just not where Leo's sweet spot is. Right. So here you are the leader in this whole transformation for them. So introducing them to something, um, uh, and I don't know, maybe it could be something that you're doing with NLP that shows them what, you know, where they need to reframe certain beliefs in themselves. Um, and using like even your Taurus energy, right? The sensuality, the Venusian energy. I really am feeling that I almost feel like, are they out of touch with their feminine, their divine feminine? Yeah. Because Scorpio also represents the divine feminine. So you might even use a little bit of language there, like in your women's circles of like, this circle is, you know, here to help you heal, heal shadows, um, reveal, uh, take off masks, um, activate the divine feminine so that you could actually uh, co-create with the universe um, and, and, and improve your wealth, health and relationships. And it's, and it's through the divine feminine, which really is the subconscious mind. Which wow. is yeah. So I feel I, like subconscious I, mind might be a big buzzword for you in your sales copy. Yeah. But I love that. I love all of that. Yeah. Don't be afraid to sprinkle the mystic mystical stuff because, like I said, the North Node is the your challenge in this lifetime that will lead you to your destiny. So if you leave it off, you don't complete the cycle. That's why we got to get Scorpio somewhere in here. Okay. No, I love that. Okay. So let's talk about Saturn. <laughs> More Leo here. Um, Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac. And he, similar to the North Node, he proposes challenges. You have it in the 12th house. So again, this is about uh, karmic cycles. You have it in the sign of Leo. So, and... And I have Saturn in, in Leo as well, but mine's in the 11th house, yours is in the 12th house. So until you truly, and I don't know where you are on this journey, but you have a lot of Leo, so I'm assuming you are much further than I ever was. Um, how are you like getting on camera, voice speaking your truth, like getting in the spotlight? Like how, where are you in that? I'm a lot better than what I was. Like I'm... Um doing Facebook lives and um, yeah, I'm getting a lot better than, you know, uh, when I started. Um, yeah. And then as far as like being self-expressed, not just doing the lives, but actually like when you're speaking, like, are you able to speak intuitively or are you like, you know, is it very structured? I mean, Leo has a tendency to like kind of, you know, have to study it all out and make it, you know, perfect and everything like that. Are you able to do it intuitively when you're on lives? I'm doing that now. Okay. I, when I started, I tried to stick with a script and I hated it. Mm -hmm. um, like I like having my, like a couple of points, but like to make sure I get the point that I want across. But generally speaking, it's just all very, 
uh, what comes to me. And I'll have to sort of stop myself and say, look, I'm sorry, I know this is like a side note, but I feel that this is important. It's sort of come to me that I mention what blah, blah, blah is. And then try to get back onto the subject again. But um, yeah, I, I feel more confident. I feel better speaking um, just from the heart as opposed to notes and having or having a script and trying to follow that. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, well, I asked because, you know, it's, it's kind of a conflicting um, placement to have Saturn in the 12th house because Saturn doesn't want to strip down, right? It's, it's third dimensional. It's, 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 he's the father of the Zodiac, but he's, he, he rules the third dimension. But the 12th house is, is karmic, you know, it's, it's your, it's your subconscious mind. It's, it's the super subconscious mind, you know, it's, it's the 5D, it's the higher realms. So there's like, and Leo right there, which is just kind of ascarbating it. It's just like, there's like this fear of really stripping down and showing who you are. That's why I was asking all of that because like Saturn is like, show me the game plan. And if like you're doing the Facebook lives, he'll reward you. But he'll also, because his energy can be, um, can be just too practical um, and not intuitive. In the 12th house is everything is intuitive. So as long as you're already on that path, then I don't see, I think if you just keep doing that, then the, the, the egg is gonna crack open. And when I say the egg is gonna crack open, what's going to come out of the shell is opportunities. Okay. So I don't know how long you've been doing that, how long that the egg has been cracked open, but it's like, I want to say the weirder, the better, like the more that you can get up there and be your spunky Leo self and show the world who you are. I don't care if you share your story and you get emotional, like, like be as transparent as possible because you're working through, see the thing about, you know, life path astrology, the way that I look at the chart, is you're doing this, yeah, you're doing it to help your kismic client, but actually you're doing it because you're here to work through a karmic cycle and your kismic client is supporting that process. So every day that we go on and we are not of service to our kismic clients is another day that we are still living in like, like limbo of, of healing parts of ourselves. So that's why when people are saying like, Oh, I don't have enough clients or, Oh, like I'm not making enough money in my business. It's like, you're not cracked open. Like you have in order for us to thrive and make money and, and, um, in our, in our life path business careers is to serve them. So every time we don't serve them, we are like at a stalemate. Okay. That makes sense. So even if you have to start off by like, like one of the things I did when I started introducing like astrology very heavily into my business is I just gave away 50 readings. You know, it was a way for me to crack myself open, right? I came up with this whole system methodology around life path astrology and all and Saturn just said, it's just in the sidelines clapping. Yes, 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 yes. Right. So He's saying here in Leo, in the 12th house, I need you to strip down as, as uncomfortable as it is for me to say that, meaning him, he, he wants you to strip down all the way down to the, the little child that was once, you know, in the closet, hiding and, and scared, whatever, scared of the dark or the little monsters or whatever. And show your kismet client like who you are like strip all the way down is i mean I, I feel like that's like a key word here is like stripping all the way down and and then uh, letting people like the ones that are going to come like when you do that like if you do it in a nurture campaign or if you do it in a facebook live series or igtv or wherever you're going to do it even in just posts blog posts new instagram posts um what's going to happen is you're going to start getting dms you're going to start getting people going, wow, thank you, Katarina. Um, I never would share this with anyone, but because you shared it with me, I have to tell you what's going on with me. Mark my words, that person is your kismet client. You do not have to chase 
Leo. You do not have to chase this archetype. When you strip down and you crack open the egg, they will come for you. Okay. see here if there's anything else. Okay, Chiron. Okay, there's another Taurus here. So, okay, so Chiron, I think they call this like a junior planet or something. Uh, but Chiron is the wounded healer. That means that um, you are gifted at helping someone in a specific area of their life, but it's part of your life that you haven't been very gifted at doing it for yourself. And in this case, you have it in the sign of Taurus. So, um, you're really good at having um, at holding space, right? Letting people lean on you, um, using your sensuality to help other people heal. But it's been a lifelong journey, and because you've got is a very sign, so it usually happens later in life if it ever happens that you're able to heal the parts of your stubborn self. Um, that are blocking you from living your life path, but you're gifted at helping other people do that. Okay. So with all the Virgo and then the Taurus uh, South node, which is a natural gift, but then you also have the wounded healer in Taurus. So there's this like dichotomy here where it's like, you're naturally good, gifted at holding space, and being strong for everyone else, but do have you given yourself permission in the past or in the recent past um, to make it all about you for a minute? Probably not. No. Because Taurus, the thing about Taurus is they take the long way. They're so stubborn. Even if someone's like, dude, I'm going to show you a better way. They're like, no, <laughs> I'm going to take this way because it feels more comfortable. You know, I know, I understand that pathway, but they're, I always call them like the laggers to change. Like they're just like the last sign of the Zodiac that's going to change. They're, it, it, honestly, that is, if it takes them a hundred years to, to make the transformation, well, then I guess it's just going to take a hundred years. But this, like when you follow your life path, right, with all this Leo energy, Taurus starts to loosen up right? This, this Chiron energy of Taurus starts to loosen up because you're, you, you can, it's impossible not to heal when you're serving your kids, my clients. It's impossible because they are helping you heal. That's why we have to be of service to these people. Otherwise we don't heal. It's karmic. Your kismic client was, was born to learn what you came here to teach. And when you teach it, you end a karmic cycle. Okay. What questions do you have for me? <laughs> I know it's a lot to take in, so it's okay if you don't have any. <laughs> no, um, I can't think of anything right now. Um, but that does make a lot of sense, a lot, all of it. Like, um, yeah. It's, I feel like you have Venus and, and Leo here in the first house. I don't like, I keep, I don't, I'm going to keep coming back to the self image. Like they need a makeover or something. Like they need to look in the mirror and like love their beautiful qualities, like their Leo lioness qualities. And it's like, you, they're coming to you to lean on you, but they're also coming to you for a hug. You know, they're coming to you as a, in, in sacred community for you to hold space and give them permission to take off the mask. So this Venusian energy, it's with Leo there, it's very potent. It's in the first house. You might want to, um, start re reading up about the first house, just everything that, cause you have so many, it, actually most of your planets are in the, um, the first hemisphere of your chart, like their first, second and third, like, like or actually 12th, 12th house, first house and second house. So it's like, there's this, like they're all there. Even though you've got Chiron up here in the eighth and Jupiter in the ninth, all the other planets are down here in this hemisphere, which just keeps telling me, 
second house is about money. Okay, so you got Pluto and Uranus there. First house is about self-image. And the 12th house is about clearing, uh, healing the subconscious mind, reprogram the subconscious mind. So if you think about it, you're here to help Leo reprogram the subconscious mind, improve their self-image, and create more abundance in their life. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I think you have something, you're sitting on a, a gold mine with the women's circles. Um, I would, I would meditate on how to incorporate what we've talked about in this life path astrology reading and bring it to these circles. And maybe that's your one thing. Like that's the thing you're known for. That's where the transformation happens in these women's circles. And you can even, um, you know, have like, maybe it's once a month, like meeting, you know, it's a women's meeting and then you sell them on the circles and you sell them on these bigger, you know, maybe like the women's circles, you're running um, them quarterly or something like you, they, they, you, there's a program that you work with them for three months. They attend these circles. Each, each uh, circle is a different topic using the different modalities that we've talked about today. NLP, hypnosis, potentially crystals and essential oils, um, all around healing the subconscious mind. Um, and getting them to take off the mask. Those, I feel like if you really want to take like what you're currently doing to the next level, honestly, the women's circles, you know, you can do NLP and, and hypnosis in those circles, but I don't see, I don't, I feel like if Leo, I feel like they're almost better in a group, you know, more than like one-on-one -on -one or whatever. I, I I'd be curious to see because it's like, they almost like need to see proof that someone else is going to go first before they share their stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I do want to do um, a lot of group stuff in person. That is my... That is what I really want to do. What's holding you back? I have, like um, I haven't had much interest in it. That's why I thought, you know, it's a lot to do with my sales copy and going through what I've, I have with you. It makes a lot of sense. I've left out a lot of um, words, like it's you know, the fun and the healing and um, I've left out a lot of that out of my What life. about sharing your story? Have you been vulnerable and stripped yourself down in your story consistently? Yeah. Oh, not consistently. I, I did it once and, um, like, it was just I was crying through the whole <laughs> line. Oh, <wow. laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did that. Well, don't forget, okay, so when you make a piece of content, like something as potent as what you just shared with me, do you, like, download it, upload it to, like, you know, um, you know, Vimeo or something and then and send it out to your mailing list? I mean, that could end up being your free offer. You know, you can repurpose the lives that you've already done and use them in your nurture campaign. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave it there if there's nothing else. Um, I know that you're, I think you're in the club. So if you, um, what level of the club are you in? I'm level two. Okay. Well, if you end up wanting to have more like business strategies and business coaching, level three is where I do every Wednesday. We do one-on-one -on -one coaching um, with all my clients that are in level three. So if that ends up being something you want more support in, um, there's a lot of like advanced masterclasses around like marketing and attracting your kismet clients. And we always talk about astrology as well in all of our business coaching calls. Um, so that's something to think about. Um, another thing is um, I have a program, it's called Kismet Client Academy, and it helps you create what's called, I call a signature system, which actually helps you to break down the problem that you solve into, into bite-sized chunks, so that when somebody asks you, you know, Katarina, what is it that you do, you tell them the problem that you solve, and then they say, how can you, 
how do you solve that? And then you have the system like, well, the first thing we do is this. And the second thing we do is that. And that's where we start to incorporate like the NLP and the hypnosis and the women's circle and sharing your story or whatever it ends up being. So that program, um, we're doing a big sale for our seven year anniversary next week. And um, I think if you're still a little clear, unclear about what your signature system is, that's the foundation that helps to build the empire and attract your kismet clients. And then the second half of that academy is all about how to market to your kismet client, um, what, what language to use. There's actually tons of exercises, um, but we do a lot of marketing stuff also in level three, but it, it just depends on how in depth you want to get with your foundation of your business. But that would be the two, my two recommendations, either um, level three of the club or, and, or uh, together the Kismet Client Academy. Okay. So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, if you're on our mailing list, I'll be sending out some information next week about that program. I uh, also will be talking about it inside the club in all of the members areas. Um, so you will hear about it in the next week or two. So might check it out. Um, if you end up wanting, again, if you want to um, coach with me on Wednesdays and, and then you just need to upgrade to level three, you can always downgrade later once you feel like you've got it all sorted out. It's totally up to you. I just want you to know what's available to you. Well, thank you very much for that. That's you are welcome. I loved reading your chart. I hope that it has resonated. Um, just so you know, over the next 48 hours, you're going to have a lot of epiphanies. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to send you the replay of this. Um, you're probably going to get more downloads. Uh, so just have a journal handy. Um, you might want to re-listen to this one or two more times because you'll always catch something new the second and third time around. Um, and then if you have any questions, just let me know and we'll take it from there. Awesome. Thank you very much. You are welcome very much. It's been my pleasure, Katerina. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your weekend. And uh, I support you in anything that you need around your life path. So I just thank you for your business. And I look forward to working with you further. Thank you. Okay. Bye, girl. Bye.